calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a huge release. Everyone's talking about it. You could find it. All the media is talking about it. There's the hype. The hype. Everyone's hyping it up. It's going crazy here. You could see the line already wrapped around the building. It's going nuts. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. I'd like to say thank you, graduates, for that that warm welcome. I would also like to apologize to all the parents who are sitting there saying, Will Ferrell, why Will Ferrell? I hate Will Ferrell. I hate him. I hate his movies. He's gross. Although he's much better looking in person. Has he lost weight? By the way, that discussion is happening out there right now. And now. He's a bat. Bat. He's a boy. Boy. Bat boy. Bat boy. Bat boy. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Tuesday morning, the 4th of December. First of all, I miss bad boy. First of all. Okay. Does the Weekly World News exist in any uh, digital form? I don't think so. It's just gone. Yeah, I think it's gone. Oh. That's a sad. Journalism is worth for it. It's a sad day. (laughs) Hey, um, I know we have a lot to uh, get to, but I need uh, Kevin and Allie to sit this this part of the conversation out. This is just for those of us on the uh, Calendar Reorganization Committee. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we had a conversation last week for folks who weren't with us. Uh, Jensen and I have decided that uh, when we get the uh, when we get the power to, we are going to redistribute the days uh, of the months to, to make it make more sense. Mm-hmm. It's so willy nilly the way it's put together right now. If we don't do it, someone someone has to. Exactly. Yes, it needs to be done. Um, you know, my initial complaint was that November should have thirty one days, just like October and December do. But uh, Jensen has his own thoughts about February. Very passionate about Why February. Is this if you don't mind myself, though, but let me just ask one question. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has to be daylight saving. But mm-hmm. the months have had those same number of days for. Who knows how long? A it's long just time. the way it is. Hey, uh, Bean, real quick question. Did you say that they should sit it out? I forget if you said that. <laughs> I, did. I actually did. Oh. So we have a petition, Jensen, from a Kevin and Bean lister who actually brings up a pretty, pretty good point. I'm wondering how we need to handle this. Yeah. I'm sorry I don't have the email in front of me, but she says because everybody is so wiped out after the holidays, January drags. Yeah. January is the worst month for a lot of people. It's, uh, you know, many parts of the country, it's bad weather. It's cold. You're broke. You just want to get through January and start enjoying yourself with February again. So she's requesting if we could trim a few days off of January. And I was wondering how you feel about that because I think she makes a pretty good point. Right. So she wants, she feels it's the come down mm-hmm. and she wants to have the hangover a little less. That's right. Well, I'm in. All right. Could I ask another question? Oh, boy. This guy again. <sighs> This guy, uh, <laughs> you don't even. If you're you're not even registered to vote no, in this in, in this uh, oh, no, not in this arena in this topic. Yeah. yeah. All right. What do you? What do you well, got? I'm just going to say that if you make January fewer days, it's not going to 
change anything because it's still whatever hangover you have from December no, or no, no, money. Because, you're, because your mood changes when January's over because January's a crappy month. One, right. If it gets to February, that's a sign, hey, we're out of the, out of the post-holiday depression. Mm-hmm. Closer to summer. Closer, Closer to, doing, to it, summer. doing it all over again. Closer to Valentine's Day. <laughs> yep. And we wanted to add some February days anyway. That seems like the perfect uh, place to take them. She really did come up with the solution. Yeah. Less January, more February. That's what I'm running on. It's a great idea. And I feel like if we needed to have another person join our committee, I think we found her. Uh, yeah, absolutely. She not, could definitely be an advisor. Not Allie or I? No, you guys are haters. Okay. Yeah, you guys, you guys don't. God, you're dumb. Me. Let me know when you guys meet, and I'll make you some uh, cookies. Oh. <laughs> It'll make you poo for days because you're annoying as hell. Well, if we have to poo, it won't be so long in January. Tell you that much. <laughs> that is true. Right. But it will be longer in November. So, what about people that have you know birthdays and anniversaries and whatnot in Beat it, kid. end of January? They're just they're you wiped out. Them. They're gone. Yeah. Well, they're I mean, okay. just get in line with the people who have birthdays on leap year. Mm-hmm. They seem to have a nice life. Yeah, you just celebrate the next day. You know yeah, them? Okay. Yeah, I know them all. Yeah, they're, they're, we had to check them out for the committee. I had a uh, I had a leap day friend uh, once, and he celebrated on the twenty eighth. It was not a problem. Yeah, not an issue. Yeah. Did he always say things like "I'm really seven? <laughs> <laughs> that is annoying. Oh, those it's people. A good question, those B. leap people can just up. f off. <laughs> I hate um, everything. <laughs> you really do. See, you're not in the Christmas spirit. Hey, um, do we have time for the thing? I mean, I felt like we just wasted a tremendous chunk of time that for the thing. That wasn't a waste. That was no. important. That was old business. We now have, it's time yeah. to turn on the new business. We have meetings. That's what yes. I meant. Okay, okay. go ahead. Uh, this won't take long. Um, there are a lot of things that come along that I look at and go, I don't know why we need that. And auto-driving cars is one of them. Oh, I agree. I'm so being like Do we need auto-driving cars, Kevin? No, we don't need them, Kevin. Um, what do you think? Do we need them? Yes. I mean, not in their current state, but I can imagine down the road where it would be very hel- helpful because people are terrible drivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you have you met me, Bean? The girl that thinks that your Roomba is listening to you and spying on you? <laughs> so you don't think that at any point someone's just going to hack right into that system yeah. and uh-huh. then there's just mass deaths all just over mayhem. the place? Yeah. I think that is a real, very yeah. real possibility. Yeah. To tell you the truth. So I'm saying if we work past those types of issues but at some point in the future, you? we the never only, will. Mm-mm. The only way I that uh, self-driving cars make sense to me is if they're isolated by themselves, like on a train track. Yes. If you want to put, if you want to jump into a, a, a car that uh, drives itself to go from here to Las Vegas on a dedicated line and it yeah. just zips at 100 miles an hour, I'm fine with that. But not in the traffic with other people, where there are lots of people make you know making mistakes or surprising the the self driving car. Yeah, that's that's what I don't get. Like at Disneyland's all. Utopia. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what you need. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it needs so, to be. So, if can you, you program see- the self driving cars to honk at people, <laughs> like to cut you off and whatnot? Because <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty funny. I don't know about that. Okay. The reason I bring it up is you probably saw this story from a couple of mornings ago. 3.30 in the morning, a car is cruising south on Highway 101 in Redwood City up in Northern California. CHP pulls alongside it and observes what? That the driver sound asleep. Oh, dear God. So the officers ease behind the car, which is doing about 70, and put on the flashing lights and the siren. No reaction whatsoever. Driver still asleep. So they realized, hey, what's going on here is it's a self-driving Tesla Model S, and it's on autopilot. So the officer called for backup, and what they came up with was that they would slow the car down because the car has sensors in it to not run into things. 
So one of the officers sped up in front of it and gradually slowed down, slowed down, slowed down until the car did, too. On the on the freeway, by the way. Right. Several miles it took from first contact, by the way, until they finally slowed this Tesla to a full stop just north of an off ramp. And they went and tapped on the window to wake this dude up. His name is Alexander Samick. He was 45 years old. He was and asleep. he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> the car had killed him. <laughs> he was not only asleep, he was drunk, by the way. So oh, they, did, uh, they did a DUI test right there on the uh, highway. And he was arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence and transported to jail. So... I guess what I'm saying is this is one example of how these cars shouldn't be out on the road because I feel like there are a lot of there I mean let's say the cops hadn't been there right right and let's say somebody had been stopped ahead of this person somebody in the in the lane had been stopped ahead of this person right. and, and the Tesla would have stopped behind it would it have just sat there would it have just sat there in the lanes answer, and until traffic? That, until that car moved? I don't have the answer to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it wouldn't move. Would it be programmed to just go around it? See, this, or is, just what, this is what I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know there have been several crashes involving Teslas in autopilot pilot mode, but this is terrifying to me to think about a car zipping down a road that you or I could have been on at 70 miles an hour with a guy drunk and asleep behind the wheel. There's no way... This is good news. No, I've never said I wish I wasn't driving right now, but still move. Like I've no, it's not something I've ever wanted. I can't get my remote at home. I bought one of those universal remotes. Sure. I swear to God, I followed every rule. I can't get it. I can't if I can't get the remote to work. Yeah. I can't get a car to You're drive itself. You're my mom itself. right now, Jensen. Yeah. No, it's true. And I, and I feel like I'm pretty good with, with electronics. Technology, yeah. I, I, they are always going to have problems. There's I agree. No, no one wants this. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know why the industry is going so hard to make this happen. Where are the people? I don't hear the people out there going, you've got to get me a car that I don't have to steal. No, no it's not a thing. It seems like the do industry you think, is forcing it to be a thing. Do you think that down the road a ways, after they encounter all of these problems that we're bringing up, they just will finally give up and go, well, we gave it a good shot? No, and just let because it go. it's that you Elon so. Musk and his stupidity and his Grimes dating and his tunnel underneath <laughs> L.A. All those things are going to work together to make this stupid car, and we're all going to get drone off, drove off a cliff. <laughs> this is so stupid. I, I think you, I think Jensen is a hundred percent right on this. Yeah. One. Not that many cliffs, but okay. No, I don't he's like gonna it. Find him. I don't like it, and I'm telling you right now, we should we should uh, stop this. Is yeah. what we should do. Overlords. And how do you plan on stopping this? Look, I don't have all the answers. Okay. I'm still working on January, okay? okay. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about today's Kevin Beach show, shall we? If not now, when? And if not you, who? That's a good point. Yeah. Unfortunately, the uh, Kevin and Bean police are back. Oh, dear oh, God. No. Yeah, there's issues that we need to take care of. And, Is it a mad uh, pooper? Uh, we're going to find the pooper trader. Don't okay. think we won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real problem, though. Uh, we have animal stories on the program today. Mm-hmm. We are going to do Hollywood hunks. Yes. Which Ali's Ooh. never done before. I have not been privy to this. I'm yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. You're too old to wear a Supreme hat? I've, uh, I've dressed the part, guys. <laughs> I made a decision to be part of the discussion. <laughs> uh, and we also have uh, tickets on the floor to both nights of K-Rock's uh, Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas. We're going to have a contest for you in the 7 o'clock hour. And we'll give you a chance to meet Beer Mug. He's going to be in Northridge today. And we'll give you those details as well. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. This is the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Alan McKay. Bean. What's happening on this Tuesday? Well, Bean, we finally have a date. A date for Jensen's new favorite show. Oh. Oh. Went through a few title changes, but now it's ready. 
It's going under Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. That's the name of the new star's MTV show. It's going to focus on her running, you know, that big club in Mykonos and how she's going to build an empire at this beach club. It's going to follow all the drama along the way of this journey. It's going to be amazing. Tuesday, January 8th, the Ooh, show premieres right on MTV. Corner. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be covering it for the show. All right. You will be? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Because none of us want to watch it. Yeah. I mean, I do, but I don't. I don't I'll have be the doing time. A okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to uh, ask. Um, do we think that she is mentally fit right now? No. 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 Of course so, not. In other words, this is poor form for MTV to be exploiting that by making a TV show about her. I mean, I don't know how seriously unfit she is, but oh no, she's seriously unfit. Oh, she is. Okay. Also, uh, this is the same network that gives us, you know, sixteen and pregnant or whatever. So let's right. not. Pretend we're watching, you know, Downton Abbey on MTV. I know, but I just, I was thinking about her trying to steal that refugee's family or something. Yeah, that's not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, not that long ago. And that makes makes me think that maybe she shouldn't be on TV. Well, you wouldn't be a good TV executive. Right? I guess not. Not at all, B. Exploit away, I guess. Yeah. I would think this was taped and done and, and in the can before she tried to steal a refugee child. No? I'm sure it was. Okay. I don't know. I'm I sure mean, it, it would was. make sense timing-wise. Right. If timing-wise. you're going to steal a refugee. Yeah. Be like, listen, I just finished the show, so I have time to take care of you. <laughs> or the refugee's just a really cool sidekick on the show. Oh, you know that would I mean? be nice. Like the Herbie yeah. Belichess? You know what I mean? Like, uh, the plane, the plane, Lindsay, the plane. This is this is all awful now, now that it I think about hard it. I can't wait. remember that there was a time where she was a very popular actress who mm-hmm. had a real career yeah. and was uh, lucid and normal. Adorable, even. She yeah. was so good in Mean Girls. So she good. Was great. So that was so the peak, peak yeah. of her career, for sure. Peak and she obviously was an extremely you know talented and smart child star. So it's all gone downhill from, from there. I'm curious to see what they're going to, what, what she's going to be like now. Well, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, baby. Woohoo! January 8th. I'm there a beachhead. I'm ready. I don't think that's a thing just yet. Well, I think it just became one. Yep. Oh, dear. Prelim. Uh, so Gwen Stefani has announced 21 new dates for Just a Girl, her headlining residency at Sappos Theater at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. She's got dates throughout July, October, and then a couple dates in November so far. Tickets go on sale this Friday. And Gwen is donating $1 of every ticket purchase for uh, the Cure for the Kids Foundation that provides medical treatment to children with life-threatening illnesses. And you're going to be seeing a lot of Gwen mm-hmm. in the next couple weeks. Um, she's got her re-release of her holiday album, You Make It Feel Like Christmas. Where this is from? Look at your watch now. You're a super hot female. You got a million-dollar contract, and you're still waiting for your hot track. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, right. She's on Ellen today. Not sure if she'll be doing that song, but um, she should. It's <laughs> it's a standout hit. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live on Thursday. The Late Show with James Corden on December 13th. And then on The Talk on December 17th. So it is... Wow, making the rounds. Gwen Sember. No? Yeah. I don't think it works, but... I don't think it's so. It's a lot of I'd... Gwen sure. in December is what I'm saying. So there you have it. And if you're wondering, well, what about um, Blake Shelton? What's he up to? You know, her lover. Because you can't talk about Gwen without talking about him. Sure. He's going to be hosting the Elvis All-Star Tribute. You heard I'm about sorry? this, Bean? No. No, tell me more. So the 50th anniversary tribute to Elvis Presley's famous comeback special 
is uh, coming up because that aired on NBC in 1968, you guys. One of the greatest TV specials of all time. So Blake Shelton is going to host Elvis All-Star Tribute. It's a two-hour affair. Music superstars, lineup announced early 2019, they're going to recreate the spectacle, even the staging of that legendary night. Fun. So Hmm. that could be interesting. Wow. I hope someone gets, like, kind of really fat for it. Right? You got to put a lot of weight. But he, he wasn't fat then, though. Oh, this is the one that was. This is oh. pre. This, this is him thin, looking phenomenal in the black leather, leather, leather. Uh, suit. Yeah. yeah. Not the white suit, oh, which is the I'm one thinking you're thinking of. the of. white one. Hawaii. Yeah. Oh. Right, Bean? Yeah, that yeah. was Hawaii 73. By the yeah, way, this is... also a great special, though he's huge, but mm-hmm. a great special also. Okay, so this is when. Well, why do they call it his comeback special? Where'd he go? He had not been performing live for several years because he'd been off making terrible movies. Oh. So this was his return okay. to the stage. Okay. Hey, uh, can I back up to Gwen for a second? Sure. Could it be DeGwember? It could be. That's okay. why he runs the meetings. Yeah. Well done, Bean. Well done. Yes. Also, Gwen should come up later when we talk about are you uh, too old to wear certain things. How dare you? Wow. It's true. Sorry. Took a real turn. Um, I, uh, speak whatever now. Gwen wears looks fantastic on her. Agreed. Yeah, this just in. If I look like Gwen, I'd be wearing like Hello Kitty every day. <laughs> yeah, she like, is little Hello Kitty and, half tops. And timeless. But okay. Booty shorts. Oh, I see I'm going to have some issues in this room. Later. I mean, she's an exception to the rule. Though, right? Yes. She Maybe, possibly. Yeah. I admit that, but yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. By the way, the February special is going to include rare Elvis footage and interviews with Priscilla Presley and the director, Steve Binder, who were there for the original event. That's going to air on February 17th, 2019, 9 to 11 p.m. on NBC. And what's it called? Uh, Kevin, don't watch this? It's called, Kevin, this is not for you (laughs) special. Does it surprise you guys that more than 40 years after his death, there is still so much interest in Elvis Presley? Yes. Surprises me. Yeah. He, he died at the perfect time. He, you know what I mean? He left mystery. Mm-hmm. Huh, maybe. Does that make sense? Left us one and more. Yeah. I feel like you might change your mind once they start announcing uh, who the music superstars will be. Mm-hmm. Bruno, I think Bruno Mars get, has to do it, right? Sure. I think Bruno. I yeah. think Brandon from the Killers. Sure. I think Brendan yeah. from Panic, Panic at the Disco. Be good. Sure. I think even Muse could do something pretty cool. I'm just saying, I think there's some people that you really like that you could be interested in. It's going to end up Harry Connick Jr. It's going to, I mean, it's an NBC special. I wish these people, that would be my dream. But I think it's going to end up being, I mean, Bruno will be there, which is great. And he was an Elvis impersonator as a kid. So this makes total sense. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Those were very good picks. I feel like maybe when you hear the name Elvis, that they wouldn't turn it down if they were asked. No, let's hope. If you throw in a Fred Durst, now you've got my interest. Oh, yeah. Now I'm in. Yeah, he's going to break stuff there. Mm -hmm. Some birthdays for you. Jay-Z, Tyra Banks, Jeff Bridges, Marissa Tomei, and Fred Armisen. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and BJ Rock KROQ. I live in an area where there are a lot of uh, old people who drive. Oh, luck out. I love old people. You love old people, or you love old people when they drive? No, no, because that's no. a big difference. No, I think there. I think there. I, I honestly believe there are old people who should not have their driver's license anymore. Right. But I think they only have to prove their competence like every ten years or something right. like that. So they get a lot of years to skate. I mean, you remember that I gave you an example before where I was sitting behind somebody at a red light. It turned green. Mm-hmm. The car didn't move. I waited and waited, and then I honked. And then the light turned red again. Literally sat through a full cycle like that. Oh. So what then, was, what was oldie oldster doing? 
Don't know. Just being, daydreaming, probably. Being old. Just I thought re- maybe... Re- just di- remembering the war. I thought maybe dying. <laughs> remembering the war. Possibly. <laughs> I thought maybe she was just oh. dying. But I bet you're... But that puts you in a tough spot because if you can see it's an old person, right. you don't want to be that a-hole who's leaning on them right. like, in the first second. So it sounds like you took that into account and gave them some space, a little consideration. I and did. it still wasn't enough. I did, but I do have another example, and this happened uh, this past weekend. And that is leaving Vons. It's a pretty narrow street, and the old person somehow had pulled straight out of the Vons parking lot, so they were perpendicular to the street. Mm-hmm. So there was a car on the right that was waiting for that old person. There was a car on the left that was waiting. There was a car across the street oh. in a place that was waiting, and I was behind them. And he was literally sitting in... In traffic, on a street, blocking everybody. They and didn't know ma- what to do. And making no attempt to turn or move or get out of the way. Maybe it'll all just go away. Just hold your breath, everybody will leave. <laughs> Were you able to see him or her closing his eyes and going, la, 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 la. <laughs> I wasn't, but I felt like that. So my question is, I mean, they're old people. So they have slower reflexes. How uh-huh. how long do you wait on that? And uh, what's your move? Yeah, because you couldn't really go around. At all, right. Yeah, yeah, it was gridlocked. There were four different cars stopped because this person was stopped on the street. Yeah. So now I started to think, well, this seems like it's getting a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So maybe a little tap on the horn. But how right. do you wait? How long do you wait? I don't know the etiquette with old drivers. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you uh, carry a BB gun with you in your oh, car? Good I, question. I don't, but that is a good. I mean, uh, a good question. That'll, that'll get you out of honking. I do have fireworks. Okay, good. That okay. would help. That's a good start. I waited about. I don't know. It. Of course, it seems like minutes, but I'm sure it was seven or eight seconds. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then I just sort of. Eh. Just to tap right. it as lightly as I possibly could. And then Nana had a heart attack. And it's oh, all right there. No. Yeah. And those that gridlock is still right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I don't still know. There. They live there know, now. I don't know what the what, what you should do with yeah. that. Because you do feel bad because they're probably doing their best. Mm-hmm. But they're screwing everything up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, feel bad at honking that at old people for sure. Right, me too. Yeah. But in that case, I felt like Old people need to move on. Yeah. Not permanently, but I'm saying in that, <laughs> in that situation of traffic, that guy needed to move out of the way because he was backing up traffic four different ways. Yeah. I'm surprised in the situation that you described, Kevin, that you uh, that you showed so much discretion and that nobody else in that circle of cars honked, honked at the guy. Well, that was the other thing is that I noticed no one else was honking, so do I want to be the guy that honks? Yeah. Like, everybody else is being super patient. Mm-hmm. But it's not like he was trying to make, like, an eight-point turn. He was just sitting there. Yeah. Not yeah, really. Yeah. Maybe. Making, and but all I he had to do was kind of lean in one direction, and that would give everybody else an opportunity to start the process moving. Exactly, yes. Maybe we need a separate honk for old people. What would that be? Like, wake up! No, something like that? Like, oh. like Benny Goodman or something. Something they recognize. So they're maybe like, like a, okay. Maybe, maybe an old school like Model T, like a... Those old oldie yes. oldster horns, and then they would know exactly what's going They're on. They're like, "Oh, that's for me. I'm old. I'm doing something wrong." That's a good plan. I'll put that in my car. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. 
K-Rock. Hey, Bugs isn't here for this uh, conversation, it, 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 but he's not, there's no way he's the perpetrator here, or as you would say, Allie, the perpetrator, right? No, no This way. is ladies I mean, only yeah. this time? I mean, it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, back when we were at our Venice location and all the other stations were here um, at the Wilshire location, Death Star is what we were calling it. Yeah. Now I know why. Um, we got an email, a company-wide email from the HR woman here saying, hey, I shouldn't have to send this out, but if y'all could flush the toilet and check to make sure that, that nothing is in there before you leave the stall, that would be great. And you knew that probably 20 times she she was like, I'm not going to send out. I'm not yes. going to send out an email. I'm not yes. going to. And then finally she had to. She Why had to. Why would that have to be sent out? I mean, uh, isn't that going question. to the bathroom 101? Don't I, you teach your two-year-old how to flush a toilet? I would think so. But all I was thinking was, oh, what is going on at that building? That is awful. And then there was the merger, and now we're here. What is and going on, Ellie? We are here at this building. And not once... Not twice. Dare I say a third time. <laughs> I have left the women's bathroom. There are five stalls in the women's bathroom, and it's the same stall every time that has poo in it. Whoopity scoop. Right. Yeah. Scoop dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Every time you go in there, the same stall. Not every time, but this is the, like I said, the third time. This is disgusting. But wait a second. If it's the same stall each time, mm -hmm. is there a problem with that toilet? <laughs> or is it somebody that's like, this is my stall, this is where I leave it? That's yeah, exactly what's happening. Is yes, that what's Omar. Oh, that's what's happening. Somebody's building a mountain. Hold on. And oh, they're marking their toy oh, ter ter territory. Oh. And like, don't mess with this. This is mine, sucker. Oh, no. Just so you know, we now have an expert here. Right. Yes. This right. is. It's almost like bringing in uh, Jane Goodart. You know what I mean? Like to come talk to us <laughs> yes. about animals. Yeah. Here, here he is. No, he's like the head of the police. I'm telling you, this yeah. is that. That's exactly. I'm sorry, Ali. He's the head of what? The police. I thought I heard that yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Totally. Do you think that's what's happening? Oh yeah. They're like, I want to make this as disgusting as possible. Uh -huh. So nobody, it's so nasty yeah. that nobody else wants to use this. So you stall. think it's the same person repeatedly during a day? Oh, it has to be. Has to has be. To be. Has to be. Oh, for sure. Could man. it be a tag team building a mountain? Well. Oh. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the second person comes in, the third, mm. adding two. Maybe. I mean, maybe they're doing some sort of weird, like, art. <laughs> Who I knows? I don't, I don't think it's art. No. But it, the fact that it's a woman disturbs me to no end. Obviously, because Why? I didn't even know women pooed. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I guess I assumed when I saw that email, dudes in that building are gross. Right, because it's always dudes. Absolutely. In this particular case, we don't have that issue. Woohoo! Oh, well, yeah. no, 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 Very no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Our bathroom is disgusting and gross. Yes, but yeah. no one's building the mountain. No. But it also disturbs me how early that kind of poo is happening. Yeah, this is all before 10 a.m. Yeah. Hey guys, um, first of all, I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Second of all, let me throw this You're not to live from, it, though, mm -hmm. Bean. From our friend uh, Casey, finger on the button girl. She says, I constantly flush at least one toilet when I enter the bathroom here. I think it's people who are expecting the auto flush to do its thing, and it just doesn't, and no one thinks to look back. How about that theory? I get that theory, but who are you that doesn't look back right, and if, presses the little button on the side if it didn't flush? If you don't hear it 
flush. Don't you stop in your tracks yeah. and get it to flush? How quick are you pulling I, up your pants I, or zipping up your skirt that you're not, like, are you out of the bathroom that quickly? I will say the very first time I took a poop here, uh-huh. I had that problem, that exact problem. I oh, finished the sensor up, didn't work. The sensor didn't work. And okay. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And I instantly went into panic mode. Sure. Because, like, I didn't I didn't see that little button because that little black it's button. It's the same color. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It blends in with the sensor. Yeah. So I was kind of freaking out. I was, like, waving my hands and kind of, like, you know, doing. <gasps> doing and, the then, dance. and then I looked a little closer. Yeah. And sure enough, there was a button there. and But but it's really hard to notice. So I'm thinking that it's people like, aren't it's like noticing. The, it's like the uh, tip of a needle. It's so small. It's really it tiny. Very, <laughs> yeah. very, very, very tiny. You need, tiny. like, an ice pick to be able to yeah. get to it. So yeah. you're thinking they're not doing it on purpose. They're just, it doesn't that flush. Sensor. They yeah. don't know to press the sensor. And that okay. person. And that person's coming in every day and missing the sensor in right. the same toilet. Right. Good question. Yes, Kevin. Why do they keep using the same salt? Great question. That's really That's weird. That's my point is that they're making a statement. Because if no. I went in there and the sensor didn't work, I would use a you different one. You know what's one. happening? Right. It's different people that use that stall ah. that don't know. Okay, and they have that exam, exact same then, problem that they don't see that button. Then you know what? There's a lot of idiots that work here no, that don't then, know then how we a have toilet to make stickers. Flushes. Then we have to make stickers. Yeah. Kevin and Bean stickers. endorse stickers that go on the back of the toilet. No, but you got to make them like two by two. You know what I mean? Like two foot by two foot so people really <laughs> so notice big, with a little, little, little arrow says, button here, yeah. the poop button here. Because that would have helped me. Yeah. Oh, you had the same problem. Well, yeah, in the ladies' bathroom. <laughs> Wait, what? No, no, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm like, hold on. I would have loved to have been the, the culprit here. But, so, but, Omar, you think it's different people just missing the button in the same stall, yet... I that think means, so. But and then, that means they're all eating the same corn. But, oh. oh. You had to go there, Bean. Man. I'm proud of you, Bean. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. King of Mexico just broke in with some uh, big news, by the way, that uh, so-called production holds have been released. So if uh, you were trying to get uh, good seats for either night of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas for this weekend at the Forum, and you were denied, now they may be available. Because once they get the staging all set up and they know where everybody's going to be and where the cameras are going to be and where the control board is going to be and stuff like that, sometimes a few more seats are available. And that apparently is happening right now, so head on over to Ticketmaster. Or if you're on the line, stand by. You can win them as we play Kevin Blow Hums the Hits. Because you know he's all about that blow, about that blow, no whistle. And all about that hum, about that hum, no whistle. He's all about the blow and the hum, no whistle. And that's why we play Kevin Blow Hums the Hits. All right, so so I can't whistle. (laughs) And so we made a game around that. Uh-huh. Of me whistling, you have to identify the band and the song title. We uh-huh. will tell you which night of Acoustic Christmas. Okay. And then you have to identify the band and the song title by my whistling of the song. So this is the only show I know where they look for somebody who can't do something and then makes them do it on the air. Yeah. And I feel super guilty for people who don't get it. Because yeah. now my whistling kept them from coming to the show. Mm. But, no. when you, but when you say you can't whistle, you mean you're not a virtuoso whistler. You can certainly whistle. Anybody can whistle. You just put your lips together and blow. Wow. wow. Ding. Um, yes, but I'm not great at it, as mm-hmm. you know. You let guys... Let me hear a little... Let me, like, a little... Uh... <laughs> Let See, me now he's just that. trying to make me feel bad. No, no, I just want to get an idea of what your whistling sounds like. <laughs> Ooh. 
Oh, and he also, also his mouth gets like creepy. It's a weird, it's a it weird kind of closely butt, look at my mouth. Look. It gets yeah. butt. What? Yeah, it's a weird butthole look. Come on. Yeah. You, you, you are whistling out of a starfish. <laughs> So if you I should try right, that. It might be better. You go into the drawing. We're going to start with our man, Danny. He's in Los Angeles up first on line one for Kevin Blowhums to hit. So, Danny, you understand that Kevin is going to attempt to whistle. He'll tell you which night of Acoustic Christmas this artist is playing. All you have to do is give us the name of the band and the song he's doing, and then you're in the drawing, okay? Got it. All right. Uh, night one. This is a night one band. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, this is bad. <laughs> Oh. At least he's whistling it at half speed. <laughs> All right, Danny, what do you think? Nailed it. Title and artist. No idea. Uh, oh. I'll take a guess. Uh, oh, take a guess. Okay. Uh, let's see. Smashing Pumpkins, 1979. I'm sorry. Wow. Oh. Wow. Pumpkins, yes. Bullet with Butterfly Wings was the name of the song. Oh. I mean, that one didn't go great, but I mean, we had a lot of other contestants on the line. I felt like it went pretty well. I, think, I mean, I, I nailed it. It was I That was like not me, right? I feel like you're starting to warm up. I think you'll get better. Thank you, Bean. Uh, let's go to Alex in Rancho Cucabunga. Good morning. Good morning. Ready for some blow humming? Uh, sure. Okay. Night two. Night two, Ben. I would not. Mm-hmm. I would not get this. How's, I would no. not get this. One. How? I don't even I, know what I happened. Didn't, I didn't catch none it of all. you. No, I but, don't know. but maybe Alex did. That's the only one that matters. Alex, uh, title and artist, please. Um. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Hmm. That was uh, Bastille Pompeii. You don't have to laugh, Allie. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> I didn't hear that one. I did. I Do we need it. an oxygen tank? <laughs> Hey, Kevin, can you get uh, either whistle a little louder I'm or get tr- a little closer to the mic? He is eating the I'm mic. I'm really okay. I'm doing okay. the best I can, Bean, okay. and I don't right. appreciate you rubbing it in. No, I was just asking just to make it easier for, say, Joe in Canoga Park to hear you. That's I mean, all. to make it easier for us in the room, if your eyes couldn't bug out as much when you do it, <laughs> yeah. that would be great. Too. Also, if you stop drooling halfway through the song also. <laughs> Look, you guys want a lot. Okay. We do. All right, this is night one, Joe. Okay. Night one. Got a shot at that one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You got a shot. Joe? Is that a Christmas song? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a little sweet I'm, Caroline I'm gonna, at the beginning, uh, 30 too. 30 seconds to Mars. Mm, I'm sorry. Oh. That was AFI and Miss Murder. We got yeah. that one. I got that one. Yeah. Right? You guys got mm-hmm. that one. Right? Yeah. All right. So, so that one was on Joe, it sounds like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm fine with that. So the, the other ones I thought were pretty recognizable as well. Okay. We are uh, dangerously close to sudden death. We're not quite there yet, but let's see who our next contestant is. Gabe and Laguna Niguel. Hello. Hey, what's happening, guys? Bad Gabe, things. Have you, have you had any kind of luck at all listing on hold to the, your previous contestants? Would you have gotten any of those songs? Nope. Not a one. Okay. <laughs> 
All right. We're feeling good about this one then. All right. This is night one. Are you ready? Yep. I mean, maybe I would know that one if I wrote the song. How dare you? Okay. What do you think, Gabe? Florence and the Machine, Dog Days of Summer. No, that's not even a night one band, but... That was Third Eye Blind, Semi-Charmed Life. It was? Yeah. How is that possible? <laughs> I did it identical. Have uh, you heard the song? Listen. All right. Sudden death, you guys. Sudden death. Get it right, you win. <laughs> Kathy and Pico Rivera. Come on, Good Kathy. morning. Have you gotten any of them? <laughs> Actually, I got like three of them. Yes! Oh, fantastic. Yes! All right. Okay. Kathy, you are 30 seconds away from winning these tickets. If you get this right, you win. No drawing, okay? Okay. All right. This is night one. Hold on, let me remember. <laughs> Jesus. I got nothing. Uh, nothing. I got nothing. No relationship whatsoever no. to the notes in that song. No. I just like to say that I'm being forced to do this, and I'm not happy about it. Kathy's good, though. She got a, a bunch of them previously. Do you know that one? Well, I think you're trying 30 Seconds to Mars. And yes. the song is called? The Kill. Look at you! Unbelievable. Wow. God, Kathy. Maybe you guys, us. maybe Allie and Jensen and Bean are just bad. Because Kathy <laughs> nailed it. You have won floor <laughs> tickets for both nights of this weekend's K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas 2018. And I'm going to send you a million dollars personally for ending this game. Thanks for listening. Have a fun time. Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. Hey, um, who wants some animal stories? Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. The first two animal stories this week are especially for Allie. Um, One is there's no story. There's just a video that was up at dig.com. I sent it to Allie yesterday. Did you weep when you saw the man sharing a bowl of ice cream with his bear? It was very special. With his bear? He was foon speeding him. What? Spoon speeding. <laughs> spoon speeding, yes. <laughs> and by the way, Kevin, this is not That's my a favorite cub. kind of... What? This is not a cub. This is a, a bear. It's full-ass, full yeah. like, eight-foot-tall bear yeah. who's just practically wrapped around this guy, yeah. and they are sharing ice cream together. And his little bear paw right on his leg. Oh. This, this sounds like he's getting ready to take him out. No. Well, And the guy's I, like, have some ice cream, have some ice cream. The video did end <laughs> ar- abruptly, yeah. and I'm not sure what happened after that. But at one point, Kevin, he takes the ice cream and he smear- smears it on his nose so that the, be- the bear will lick it off of his nose. Yeah. 
This guy has a death wish. Oh, it's it's so the sweet. cutest thing you've ever seen in your life. All right, so that's story one because Allie's uh, dream is to be- is to hug a bear. Mm-hmm. Story number two, we talked about this a little bit off the air, but we need to bring Kevin in on this and other listeners who may not be aware of the Mandarin duck that is causing a sensation in Central Park right now. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, Mandarin duck, Kevin, is, is being called the hot duck. I don't know if you know about the hot duck. The hot duck. <laughs> the hot duck. So now has- ducks are hot? Yes, the hot duck has become an international celebrity, a living, breathing, quacking meme. Uh, according to the New York Times, he's been featured on primetime news, discussed on late night talk shows. His likeness is stamped on T-shirts all over New York. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party even tweeted about him, by the way. He was just on the front page of the Los Angeles Times this past Sunday. What's the hot duck all about? Please. Well, he is a Mandarin duck, and he showed up in Central Park in the in the pond there. He's supposed to be in Eastern Asia. Nobody knows how he got to North America, why he is roaming the wilds of New York right now. It is suspected that he was somebody's pet that they either just gave up or somehow flew away. But he has become a sensation. People by the thousands are showing up at Central Park to take their picture with it. And and you know who's furious about this? Is the real-life bird watchers. Who just think it's manufactured hysteria? <laughs> it's not. It's a wild bird should not be in this part of the world. You don't want to make them mad. Wow. Oh, they're furious, right? In an open letter to the duck, an Audubon.com oh. editor told the Mandarin duck point blank that he's not that special. I mean, it's really tr- people are taking sides now. <laughs> and now there's some fear that somebody's going to try to kidnap the duck because he's so popular. I mean, he's a pretty hot duck. It's a gorgeous duck. It's a good looking yeah. duck. I don't have that category. It's, no, like it's either a you, duck or it's not a duck. No, when you see the colors and it's it's unlike any duck you've ever seen. Would you say it's hot? I wouldn't go hot. Okay, no, I, I hot. would definitely okay. say beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is a he is the hot duck. All right. Here's a, here's an interesting story I want to say happened in Britain, I want to say. Britain, yeah. This is a man named uh, Steve Doherty, 63 years old. He has a pet African gray parrot named Jazz. Well, why did Jazz have the police and fire departments show up at their apartment? Here's why. You know what that is? The fire alarm? Jazz. It's Jazz the bird. That's his smoke detector impression. He copied the sound of a smoke detector. How does... What? Listen, this is a bird. All right, and here's Steve telling the story. Hello. This is Jazz. Jazz likes to imitate. He likes to imitate people, noises, any sound that interests him, he will do it. Not so long ago, he imitated my smoke alarm, which resulted in the fire brigade being called out. It was very, very confusing. I I thought I was going to have ladders up the side of the house and everything else. I was uh, going to ask them if they'd wash the windows while they're at it. But they were very nice. They were very nice. And uh, we all had a good laugh about it. So there's there's Jazz doing that, a smoke detector. Now, the insane. only thing... That's that can, a horrible sound. It's a weird sound. Thank God I don't have a parrot, by right? the way, with all the times the smoke <laughs> alarm's gone off at my house. 
The only thing that confuses me about this is usually the fire department comes because your smoke detector is hooked up to the fire department. In other words, it alerts them when mm-hmm. it goes off, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's not just the sound. Yeah, you're right. But so if your I'm, neighbor heard it? That's what I'm wondering yeah. is if it was the neighbor, yeah. And uh, finally, mm-hmm. on this edition of uh, Animal Stories, last week everybody was talking about, uh, it turned out not to be the world's largest cow, by the way, but it was a pretty damn big cow. How it a, is it not the world's largest cow? Right? It was a seven-year-old Holstein that we all saw the photographs of and video of. Of in Australia last week called Knickers, and he is standing like a giant above these other cows out in a field. And I think that you'll enjoy this. Jimmy Kimball features these videos from time to time of how it seems like almost every newscaster in the world is reading from the same script, and in this case, it was about Knickers. Meet Knickers. Oh, hi, buddy. A Holstein Frisian steer. You'll want to move over. Oh, see what I did there, Jason? I see. If you ever see that big guy. Well, you want to move on over if you ever see <laughs> this big guy. Move over if you ever come across this guy. You'll want to move over if you ever see this big guy. Okay. You'll want to move over right, if you really? ever come across we, this big guy. We, we got it. You're going to want to move over if you ever see this big guy. What is happening? I think what happens is that uh, television, you know, this this original report came out in a newspaper or the Associated Press Wire or something like that, and they just don't bother to rewrite anything. They just read it the way the original story was written. But he sure was a big cow. Yes, he sure was. He sure was. (laughs) And that's this week's Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Jensen. Yes. We uh, had a conversation a couple of weeks ago that was interesting to me because you apparently are the arbiter of who and is and who is not a Hollywood hunk. Please yeah. explain. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I didn't go for this title. This title was handed to me, but I am the uh, overall end word judge based on who is a Hollywood hunk, which is a term that has uh-huh. been used for decades as far as someone who is uh, attractive enough and brings in enough ticket sales for being attractive mm-hmm. to be considered a Hollywood hunk. So almost more notorious for being hot than doing good work. Yeah, or yes, just or, or just no. someone who, who drives people to theaters to see how hot they are. That's, okay. that's a Hollywood hunk at its core and its okay. essence. Some reminders of what we did come up with and an update uh-huh. okay. uh, from last uh, last time. Uh, we I believed that uh, Chris Hemsworth, major Hollywood hunk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I also wanted to let you know that Paul Walker, uh, post Rest in Peace, is still considered to be a hunk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, he's not releasing new films, and if he is, I'll be in line. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck was a hunk, no longer a hunk. Uh, okay. Tom Cruise in and out of being a hunk. These are things that I just want you to know, but I do want to give you an update. Idris Elba, at the time I said he was very close, right now, Hollywood hunk. What? Oh, what changed? What changed? Uh, yeah. I think the sexiest man sexiest alive. Man alive? The way that that oh. aged over the next few months, the way people are getting ready for his next movie, and then also the James Bond talk. All of those things come together. Now the ruling is Hollywood hunk. Hollywood so hunk. Hollywood, okay. like when I think of hunk, I think of like beefcake. Like not always. No. No, not always. Uh, for example, from Crazy Rich Asians. Uh-huh. Harry Golding, very, very close to becoming a Hollywood hunk. I would say his next movie will tell you. Oh, if he's, he's on my list. I'll yeah, tell you that. He's going to end up a Hollywood hunk okay. very soon. Yeah. So it's more about the draw to them. Yeah, because sometimes to- women can be attracted to the non-traditional type. Who would be a not Hollywood hunk? I mean, in general? Yeah. 
uh, Carrot like a, Top? Like a, okay, <laughs> but like a Ryan Gosling. Oh, Hollywood Hunk. Okay. Oh what, Ryan Reynolds, I think we Ryan talked Reynolds, about last time. Hollywood sure. Hunk was, was, okay. was ruled a Hollywood Hunk last, okay. last time, yeah. Okay. And definitely is still a Hollywood Hunk, but they come in and out. You know, we talked about certain people uh, who select movie roles, like a Bradley Cooper, right? Hollywood Hunk still, but he's trying his hardest to pick roles so he's no longer a Hollywood Hunk. Does that make sense? From Elephant Man to even Star is Born. But he can't run away from his Hollywood hunk status. Right? Yeah. He's too hunky no matter how much too, he tries to hide. Nothing he can do about okay. it. What yeah. about Chris right. Pine? Oh, now that's crazy because almost all of the Chris's are hunks, right? Right. Uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, Chris Evans. All hunks. All Hollywood okay. hunks. All right. Yeah. It's in the name, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What about Robert Pattinson? Great question. Robert Pattinson was clearly a Hollywood hunk. Clearly. No question during the Twilight days. Now, with movies like Good Time, he's going a little more artsy. I don't know if I'd call him a Hollywood hunk. I'd say that Zac Efron sort of took that position. So Zac Efron is a Hollywood hunk. Is a Hollywood, is hunk. A Hollywood hunk, absolutely. All right, don't take look it at easy. Me. Allie, don't look at me like that. I don't I, know what's going on Allie, right now. This I'm, is weird. I am the final word on these things. Please you don't are. look at me like okay. that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I Allie, would you, would you agree? Because we did not have the ladies' perspective last time we had this conversation. Would you agree that Zac Efron is a Hollywood hunk? Because I feel like you would look at him as, because in your mind he's still the high school musical kid, he's too young to be a Hollywood hunk. Well, that changed... During Greatest Showman. Yeah, and Baywatch. Right. And yeah, Baywatch. And Baywatch, too. He was really funny in that. Both Hollywood okay. Hunks. I'd also like to welcome a new member to the Hollywood Hunks oh. Club. Welcome Michael B. Jordan. All right. Oh, absolutely. Is he coming in? Sure. No, no, no. He's just in oh, okay. my mind right now. Absolutely. Right. Welcome into my brain. You're a Hollywood All right. Hunk. All right. May I throw out a name? Yes. David Tennant. Great question. Great, great. Who's he? Miss no. Doctor Who? That's or Doctor Who. Okay. It was he's, Doctor Who's the star Broadchurch. He's been in yeah. lots of things. Ellie says no. And he has a strong sort of Comic Con attraction. He's sort mm-hmm. of uh, dreamy in that way. But he's got dr- the accent, Allie. But dreamy's different than hunky. He is no. Yeah. He's not a Hollywood hunk. Okay, then going along with that, kind of the same, uh, the same vein. Yes. What about uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? Benedict Cumberbatch is a Hollywood hunk. I would say no oh. way. Yes. Hollywood I would say no hunk. way too. No, Benedict Cumberbatch, one hundred percent, is a great actor. Mm-hmm. We know this, uh-huh. but he also is hunky as hell. And no, yes, he hunky is. Not hell. even a little guys, bit. He is Mm-mm. hunky. I mean, he's definitely honky as hell. I know that. <laughs> he's, he is honky. nailed honky. That Allie, is... why do you say no? I know you're a huge fan of oh, him. Oh, huge fan. Uh, I I guess I'm just looking at hunk differently you than are. you. You are. Gerard Butler. Hunk. Hunk. Absolutely. Agreed. Absolute okay. Hollywood hunk. Yeah. Shamar Moore. Hollywood hunk. People okay. watch that show because he is hunky. All right. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no one's like, I can't wait to watch this procedural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, I can't wait to see the hunky, uh, the hunky ass Shamar Moore. Okay. How yeah. about Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell Ooh, has question. teetered in Hollywood hunk status. Mm-hmm. I believe right now he is not in Hollywood okay. hunk status. He just okay. he just steps over the line a couple of times. Yes. But... He has he has teetered. Okay. Uh, into Hollywood hunk, mm-hmm. but is not currently in it. Could Dumbo bring him back? Uh, are you saying that Dumbo is a Hollywood hunk? No, <laughs> the, the Dumbo. <laughs> no, movie. I don't think so. No. Okay. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is a Hollywood hunk. Thanks for bringing so him too. up. He is a Hollywood hunk. I think across he is. the no. board. Across the no, board. No, you say no on that. Not even a little bit. He is a Hollywood hunk. How dare you question any of my opinions <laughs> oh, on this? Because God. as I said, I'm the final word. <laughs> okay. And Jake Gyllenhaal has proven time mm-hmm. after time to be not only a good actor but a dreamboat. Okay. What about um, Jeremy Renner? Jeremy Renner has been a, a Hollywood hunk and still kind of is. I'd say he's on the way out, though. Okay. No! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is, These are the worst. 
worst Hollywood house ever. Again, you guys are not going to be going after the same man, it sounds like. No. I, I, last time I brought up Chad Michael Murray, that is a great example of someone who mm-hmm. is a Hollywood hunk because he was the only reason people tuned into One Tree Hill. I loved One Tree Hill. See? Similar, mm-hmm. in a way, someone like a Jeremy Renner, people go, oh, that's the new Jeremy Renner film, and then the little butterflies in your stomach, right? Not the even little... a tiny butterfly. Well, then you're wrong. How about because, as Hollywood I said, cannibal word. Shia LaBeouf? Uh, Shia LaBeouf has never been a Hollywood hunk. I'm what sorry, about Shia, Shia LaBeouf? Uh, Shia LaBeouf is. <laughs> okay. No, Shia LaBeouf is not a Hollywood okay. hunk. Uh, I'm a fan of Shia, but that is not, he's not in Hollywood. Um, I will fight you on this one. Michael Keaton. You think oh, that Michael that's Keaton a great one. in 2018 Absolutely. is a Hollywood hunk? Oh, let him in. Yeah. Kelly's <laughs> yeah. pointing for those of you that can't see, uh, which is everyone. Michael Keaton is not a Hollywood hunk, but Batman Days, clearly a Hollywood hunk. Mr. Mom Days? Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. I'll even give you Beetlejuice out of makeup days. Like, okay. Like in that era. Uh, but also I want to throw out David Beckham. Not in films Great necessarily, question. but mm. is a Hollywood hunk 100%, baby. <laughs> weird. So um, weird. Uh, David Beckham a couple, is. A couple more. <laughs> Never yeah. do um, that dance again, Jensen. <laughs> Daniel uh, Craig. Daniel Craig. Uh, ooh, that is a good one. I don't know that that's even questionable. Of He's course. a Hollywood hunk. Yeah, Very of course. Hunk. He's right? a Hollywood hunk, yeah. And also, I think people are like, ooh, Daniel Craig, baby. Like, I think people do the Hollywood hunk kind of like. I'm going to see that movie. Um, Ewan McGregor. What did they sound like? I'm going to see that movie. Ewan McGregor, not currently a Hollywood hunk, but has definitely been a Hollywood hunk in the past. Uh, From the 818, Kevin Costner. Oh, great question. Kevin Costner has clearly been a Hollywood hunk. Okay. But is no longer one. Uh, Denzel. Denzel, early Denzel Hollywood hunk, but unfortunately because of the uncle meme, the one where his teeth are out and he's laughing. Uh, how could a meme make you less of a hunk? Oh, please, it does. Uh, and I know because I'm the final word on Hollywood Hunks. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Time for another look at what's happening here on a Tuesday, Kevin and Bean show. You guys, I, I took a nap yesterday, and the last thing I saw online was people losing their minds that Netflix was about to let go of friends as of January 1st, 2019. Contract was up. No more friends. Get your fill of it right now because it's leaving the service. And people were losing their minds? Losing their minds. Am I the only person who just didn't think that show was that funny? You are not. Nope. Okay. Um, I think I think most of us enjoyed it when it was on, mm-hmm. but quickly lost interest in it after it went away because right. we didn't need it. Well, I woke up from my nap, uh-huh. and its I don't know what happened. I don't know how long I was asleep. But now, it's not leaving Netflix. Everything's fine, you guys. What? The expiration date has been removed, and Netflix said the show's, quote, departure is a rumor. In other words, they renegotiated something they like said, they had no mm-hmm. idea how it was popular during a friends break. was right by the way exactly. by the way i've never seen an episode of friends but, but I, you know that? i knew that reference well enough yeah. to use it you'll know that uh they pivoted that will be another reference you'll you'll hear there was mm-hmm. a pivot involved but uh yeah apparently um it's back wow but the back you need and to forth take more comes, naps. yeah as warner brothers prepares to launch its own streaming service in the fourth quarter of 2019, everyone's going to have a oh streaming service. Oh, my gosh. How many, how many subscriptions are we going to have to have? I don't know. It's insane. I sure it's hope Ross much. and Rachel make it, though. I hope they get back together because they seem to be on the outs a little bit right now. Yeah. Uh, the show's over, though. The show's been over for oh, that's decades. Right. Yeah. A, a lot of people were saying it's their go-to show. Like, when they just want to have something on, that's yeah. what they go That's it's their comfort out. food, yeah. his friends, okay. apparently. So that's people me and cheaters. Wigging out. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah, that's how I chill out. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, you guys. Will Ferrell is bringing back Anchorman. 
Oh, not as a movie, just his character, Ron Burgundy. He's coming out of retirement for a new podcast. The podcast is going to launch in early 2019. It's produced by Funny or Die. And the show has already been given a two-season, 12-episode order. Bitch, gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been, when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When everything's a little clear in the light of day. I mean, what's better than what's better than Ron Burgundy? I do love me some almost Ron nothing, not right? Much, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. I'll listen to that. Yeah. Um, another thing, not sure if you uh, saw this online yesterday. There was a picture of Sully, who was uh, George H. W. Bush's dog. Oh, not Sully, the guy who saved that plane. No, not him. Oh, uh, I'm tuning out. Laying in front of the casket. Yes. And it's just it was this heartbreaking image of this dog whose owner had passed away, and now who's going to take care of the dog? And it's just all so sad. So it's a beautiful picture. Mm-hmm. We all got the feels from it, right? Right. He we was stapled all to the ground. Dogs. He was stapled. No. no, he was glued to the ground. No. He was ready to eat his no. owner. Oh, all right. No. Here's the thing. Um, Slate. This is the headline that everyone just started losing it on Slate because good God, Slate. Here it is. Sully is a service dog who had been with the president for six months, not his lifelong companion. Okay, so it's less sad? Like, somehow the dog cared less because he was only with them for six months? And the whole article is like... Why not just let the dog... Absolutely. Care about it's, it's his the owner. The whole article was like, oh, don't feel that bad for Sully. Like, he barely knew him. And all I was thinking was, whoever wrote that, like, someone's like, hey, did you write about the passing of the president? <laughs> yeah, really stuck it to Sully. F that dog. <laughs> I really nailed this one. What is, what, Slate, <laughs> what is wrong with you? In, in the defense, though, is the dog, I, I really actually think the dog could think he's sleeping. You know what I mean? Like, I'm actually, he, Of course, he may not understand what's going on. Yeah, I don't think he's on. like, I'm keeping, you know, guard from a dead owner. Like, I think he's just like, he's going to wake up soon and I'll be there. And that's wonderful. Yeah, it's sad. So why take that away? It's yeah. insane. Like, <laughs> oh, dog didn't even really know him. It was only six months. How much could he love him? <laughs> Look, Slates. we don't deserve dogs. No, we that, don't. That was more proof of it. We don't. And by the way, I'm, I'm happy to announce for folks who haven't heard is that Sully will get a, a new owner. They're sending him back to Walter Reed and he's going to be hooked up with another soldier who needs Oh, needs help yeah. and needs care, so That's good. his his uh, mission is not accomplished. Well, wait till Slate comes out with a new article. Right, yeah, that guy's right. not hurt enough for Sully. He needs someone really hurt in a war. What is wrong with people? Sully's new job is he's, he's... yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thinking of he's working on my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together make his sparks ignite. And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. I love that. I do too. Hey, can I um, interest you guys in some free pizza? Please. Yay! Sure. Blaze Pizza in Westlake Village is going to offer guests a free build your own pizza. And they're going to be collecting money for the Ventura County Community Foundation. That's raising money for those affected by the fires. That's nice. And 100% of the donations received 
are going to go to the VCCF to support those fire victims. It's all happening tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. That's at Blaze Pizza, 3980 Thousand Oaks Boulevard in T.O. Enjoy that. So you go yeah! down. <laughs> Your pizza! Pizza! <laughs> you don't have to deal with that guy. You're going to get a free build-your-own-pizza and donate some money. It's a good deal, you guys. Don't be the person who goes against the free pizza and doesn't no, donate. Because we will don't. say your name on air. Yes. <laughs> yes. Talking to you, Jeff and Camarillo. Whoa. Did you say Jeff? I did say oh. Jeff. What's wrong with Jeff? Our cycles are synced. <gasps> oh, yay. You guys have been working together too long now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> some birthdays for you. Tyra Banks. I'm not looking for A-N-T-M as in America's Next Top Martian. I'm oh. looking for America's Next Top what? <laughs> How great, though, if, like, an alien was just like, whoops, and then, like, leaves the shot. I'm in the wrong show. <laughs> I went to the wrong casting. <laughs> That's what the aliens say. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Bridges, Marissa Tomei, Fred Armisen, and Jay-Z, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. This uh, story surprised me. Maybe it shouldn't, because every year around the time that Christmas music starts getting played on the radio, I see more and more think pieces on whether it may be time to bury Baby It's Cold Outside. This is a, a classic song from the 1940s that won an Academy Award for Best Song that year. And it's a man and a woman who are at the end of a date, and she uh, wants to go home, I guess is fair to say. And no. he is being, pers- he's Already being as wrong. persuasive as possible to get her <laughs> Allie, to stay. she wants to leave. Already wrong. <laughs> so anyway, point is she's trying... She's saying she wants to leave. Maybe you're saying no. her mind is saying something else, but... No. She she is saying she wants to leave. The whole point of the song is she wants to stay, she wants to get down, but she knows what society is going to say, because the song was written in 1944, mm-hmm. so she is to keep coming up with, oh, well, my mom's going to talk, and my brother's going to talk, and my, my aunt is vicious, and all this stuff. So every time he comes back at her with the reason, her whole thing is like, hmm. Well, thank Thank God he just kept pushing then. You know what I mean? mean, Thank God he didn't take no for an answer. (laughs) Um, So anyway, before we get into Allie's defense of the song, just to finish the thought. So now a radio station in America very publicly has decided, and they put it to their listeners and said, hey, is this song too rapey for the Me Too era? And the feedback that they got was, yes, it is. So they're not going to play it anymore. This is uh, uh, WDOK, Star 102.3, has pulled the song from the rotation. They say no more. And by the way, they're not the only radio station that has made this decision. So the discussion is, are people overreacting to this song? As Ali says, are we misrepresenting, misreading the song from its original intention, the way it was written in the 1940s? So let's hear a little bit of it. Let's go through it. You know, there are hundreds and hundreds of versions. Everybody has done this song. You know, from Willie Nelson to Rod Stewart to CeeLo Green to Garth Brooks to Amy Grant to Fantasia. I mean, there are so many versions of this. But I think we have selected the Adina Menzel and Michael Buble version. So let's go through and uh, stop and start and see what we think about it. So far, everybody happy with it? So far, we're good? So far, so good. Okay. I really can't say. Baby, it's cold outside. I gotta go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been I'm hoping that you so dropped in. very nice. I'll 
hold your hands, they're just like mine. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to that fireplace roar. Really, I'd better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Maybe just a half a drink more. Put some records on while I... Okay, stop right there. Maybe just a half a drink more. Because she's intimidated. Because he's in front of the door. He's not in front of the door. He's not in front of the door. We don't say that. that. I'm in front of the door. (laughs) I don't believe those are the lyrics. I don't think anyone's suggesting at this point, verse one, that she's not having a great time with this dude and happy to be there. She hasn't really started to protest seriously. She did mention that her mom will start to worry, but she's a grown-up. That's legit. Stop grabbing my arms. She didn't say that either. (laughs) Mm -mm. So, so far, I, I have no problem with the song. Let's see what happens next. Put some records on while I pour. The neighbors might think. Baby, it's bad out there. See what's in this drink. No caps (laughs) to be had out there. Okay, is that the problem? All right, what about the roofie, Allie? How do you defend the roofie? Uh, You're looking at it under the lens of 2018. No, CeeLo did perform this. This was (laughs) a song written in 1944. Right. Mm -hmm. That was a line that they would do in movies all the time. Like, it was under the cover of Loose Lips. Like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) What's in this drink? It's about... You have a buzz. There's soon to be some risque behavior. What's in this drink? Oh, I'm going to make out with you. You're looking at it as 2018. It didn't mean drugging someone back then. Context matters, you guys. I I don't think it's a roofie, but I do think that there's more alcohol than she wants in the drink. She just said a line before, well, maybe just half a drink more. Yeah, and there's too much in it. Fully away. Then stop drinking it. Let's have a little pride, ladies. I'm with Allie. It sounds <laughs> it's ridiculous. like it sounds like she's just sort of tipsy and happy and at a party. And I'm I'm with Allie. I don't think that's. I don't think she's being roofied. For no, God's sake. No means no. Okay, so so far at this point in the song, Kevin, you're still playing it. You're not sure. dropping it from the playlist. Okay, let's hear some more. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like starlight. To now. break this spell, I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. I ought to say no, 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 sir. Mind if I'm moving closer. At least I'm going to say that I tried. Boom. I ought to say no, 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 but I don't want to. But I'm going to say I tried because all of you a-holes are going to say I'm a slut. But you know what? I'll say I tried because that way I've got a little bit of cover there. No, you want to bone the dude. Stay and bone the dude. What's in this drink? (laughs) So in 1944, (laughs) Allie, if I understand correctly, what you're saying is there's no way a respectable woman could have sex out of marriage. No, not in 1944. Yeah, so therefore she's basically putting, you know, looking for what her defense is going to be if anyone accuses her. Say, what's in this drink? I don't think this is a reach. Winning me over here. I don't think this is a reach, Jensen. I think yours is stretching it. You're looking at it under the lens of 2018. No, I'm not. I didn't think roofies. What I'm saying is, I think that she is saying, I think it's time for me to go. And he is not even listening. He's like, your hair looks nice. Like, he's not even addressing the thing you're talking about. Well, then we're talking. If at any point he said, uh, don't worry about what other people think or anything along those lines, or like, oh, you know, we'll keep it between us, I'm down for that because I like adult R&B. Trust well, me, I'm <laughs> down for secrets to be kept in music. And they didn't say things like that no. in 1944. Well, it was all about, oh, this person's going to worry, this person's going to worry, people are going to talk. And that could be good. Maybe he should be like, you're right, reputation sucks. It does like, sound like they're both flirting, though. It does yeah. sound like well, that to me. Well, this is the text from the 818 that just came in. Baby, it's cold outside is a classic that is flirty and sexy. Keep it on. 
I mean, who wrote that? And get it on, by the way. <laughs> it sounds like he did. I'm just saying, stop being such goddamn snowflakes. It's a song. Guys, it's, oh, not, even, out. it's not even a good song, one. Agreed. Hey, it's not. Oh, it's agreed. Not. It is not. Oh, that's it not is a good crap. song. If we're going to lose any song, I'm fine with this one. I also just think he sounds creepy in it. I think we can ad- address the idea that it's not like a problematic rapey song but it also just sounds weird it's a guy trying to get laid and a girl that wants to but she's trying to think of every reason not to because she doesn't want to feel bad because she's going to be pigeonholed as a whore of 1944 she goes on to say well maybe just a cigarette more okay fine just another drink then you're saying that he wore her down i'm saying she wanted to be wore down okay i mean that is such a crazy subtext guys if, if Ali McKay saw you anything right now, wear a woman down until she eventually no, is I'm, like... No, she's no here's all. the thing. <laughs> Women know how to say no and leave. And if you don't know how to say no and leave, maybe you shouldn't be dating. And I know there's there's whole different circumstances where we get scared and we want to like not lead a guy on and not do this, not do that. There are ways out of situations. Okay, but let me ask this question. this is not one of them. We're out we're of time, but let me ask this question, Ali, and this is a serious question. Um... You've convinced me that the song is fine. It's sexy and flirty, and she has the ability to leave but doesn't want to. And it's gonna if it goes down, it's going to be consensual. But we can't have this conversation and explain this all every single time that song comes up in rotation on hundreds of radio stations around the country. So isn't it open to misinterpretation because most listeners are listening through the ears of a 2018 person? If you want to listen to it, go ahead you and can hear listen what you to want it. To hear. hear what you want to hear, but context matters. Period. End of discussion. It matters. And in this case, it definitely matters. But what I'm saying is people are going to hear it, and they're not going to hear this discussion. They're it's, only right. going to hear it it's through the lens like, of... Hey, everybody, this next song, baby, it's cold outside. For those who worry, this song is not about rape. There is total consent between the two. It's flirty banter from the 1940s. Did it, Steve? I think if you want to believe it's rapey, instead of looking at the words and looking at the context, you're going to believe it's rapey. But if you actually took the time, instead of having a knee-jerk reaction to something because someone's telling you it's rapey, then you're going to be an a-hole that has a knee-jerk reaction to everything. Hmm. Good night. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock K-Rock K-R-O-Q Listener on uh, Twitter KMK says uh, at the Kevin Bean Twitter account at Kevin Bean now that we've dissected whether baby it's cold outside is cool in 2018 tomorrow can we discuss whether Frosty had a death wish after all <laughs> Frosty knew the sun was hot that day <laughs> we may have to tackle that one tomorrow you yes, guys we can is the answer to that all right, I just put up a uh, photo on the uh, on uh, my Twitter account, at Clyde Tumba. I think Dave will retweet it from at Kevin and Bean, of me wearing my latest T-shirt. Uh, it's a Little Peep T-shirt, uh, R.I.P., Little Peep. Mm-hmm. And we also put up a photo of Jensen wearing his Supreme hat. Yeah. Now, Supreme, for, for folks who don't know, is an incredibly hot right now fashion brand. Yeah, it's worth a billion dollars. It's worth a billion dollars, and it's uh, essentially it's just the word Supreme in white letters on a red background, but they make them limited edition enough that people go crazy and they resell on uh, eBay for like 10 times what you pay for. They're both uh, youth culture items. Yeah, They're not meant for people my age or even your age. Yes, I'm 39 for reference. So the question on the table is, and Kevin, I bet you run into this all the time because you, like me, are a full-time guy wearing shorts, right? (laughs) Of course. The question is, is there a point at which you are too old to pull off a certain look, a fashion look or a hairstyle or a jewelry look or something like that where you just start to look embarrassing for your family? 
I feel like I've. Oh, oh God. I feel like I've looked embarrassing for my family s- since I was a kid. Uh-huh. So maybe I'm the wrong one to judge this. Um, Allie, what are your thoughts on me, an 85 year old man? <laughs> you look great. Wearing a little 85. peep T-shirt. It's insane. Uh, no, it, here's here's my whole thing. Okay. If if you feel comfortable mm-hmm. and and you feel good and you're not hurting anyone, wear, wear what you want to wear. However, <laughs> I will say this: I recently joined a uh, a dating service. Okay, and I used to back in the day love like the long hair surfer guys. That was my jam. If you look like your hair tastes salty, <laughs> bring it in. <laughs> I see those dudes on there now and I'm like, oh, grow up. Cut that hair. What are you doing? <laughs> so, I mean, I do. I absolutely do judge people on, on certain looks for sure. See, it's, it's, it's very much... I wear a lot of things. I like hip hop culture, and mm-hmm. hip hop culture is so based in youth. So it's like right. I'll wear a supreme hat and look like I'm a narc. But <gasps> I will say, I think that backwards hats mm-hmm. and and skateboarding yeah. are like two to me that like if you're like an older dude and you're doing those things, I'm like, do you have a job? But what if you're Tony Hawk? Well, then you're in. He or Fred Durst. Exception. Okay. Yeah. Exceptions to the rule. Fred yeah. Durst, or did Fred you Durst. Say? Yeah. I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I've tried to be, look, I'm an incredibly hip guy. Yes. We have all could agree on that. <laughs> and, I, and I'm on the leading edge of culture. Sure. We all, we all know. But I have tried to be cognitive of this. I mean, I did get to a point where I said, you know what? I like having my hair long. But like Ali said, I don't think it looks good at my age. So I don't. When I turned 30... I stopped wearing earrings. I took earrings out of my ear and I said, you know what? I feel like I can still pull this off. I'm a youthful looking 30, but I don't want to be that guy. I could see down the road and I didn't want to end up like Morgan Freeman or Harrison Ford. Yeah. One of these guys who's in his 70s and still walking around with an earring. You say, Ali, do it if it feels good. That's what I, I think, say too. But I think it looks ridiculous when Harrison Ford and Morgan Freeman I, show up with an earring. Not I don't to think, you. I don't think they care what you think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it makes them happy... who? Who cares? Right? Do you I, think Ed Bradley was like, oh, I wonder if some guy named Bean cares about this? No, I mean, he doesn't now. but No, I mean, no, because he's less now, right? But yeah. I don't want to look more ridiculous than I already do. I guess that's what it is. I've given why... up on that on that goal. Yeah, See, I mean, that's the difference yeah, we Kevin do dresses there. like he's a PacSun model every day. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I asked, like, I'm wearing this little peep t-shirt today. And again, I'm wearing it not because I think, oh, uh, that's what the young people are into. I legitimately am a fan. It's also not ironic. Yeah, and I have been, yeah, not ironic. I have been, as Jensen has, have been moved this year by how great an artist he was. Yeah. And I sincerely miss him and want to show my fandom here. But when I walk out this door in an hour and a half to go get food, are people going to point and laugh at Grandpa wearing a little peep t-shirt? Yeah, my mom used to wear... Uh when she would walk the dog, she would wear my like sleep shirts and stuff, like things that I had had from years before. So she wears a woo wear shirt all the time. I love it. When she's walking the dog, and she's like, every once in a while, someone will honk and be like, honk, honk, Wu Tang forever. <laughs> <laughs> my sixty year old mother. But they never point. They never said anything negative. No, they love that? it. Well, that's yeah, funny. No, they love it. But yeah, I feel like I wore so, this hat for this bit. But I do uh, feel like when I go out with it, I do feel like I'm about to be like, hey, you guys smoke drugs? You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. like I feel <laughs> like Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi right. meme. Yeah. What is, what's the saying? Uh, what you think about me is none of my business. Anything about me is none of my business. No, I like okay. it. So if you feel good, everything, what you're doing is you're you're taking other people's opinions 
onto yourself. Right. It, it, don't worry about it. Okay. If, if you if you like little peep, you like your shirt. Wear your shirt, Bean. Now does this you have go bigger for... problems? You have Taylor Swift shirts. Right. So, no, Taylor honest. Swift's cat shirt. Yeah. Well, I will never. That's apologize. a much bigger problem. I will never apologize for that. But let me ask you, Allie, does this translate to people who wear things that are completely inappropriate for their age or body size just because they feel comfortable with it? Like if you if you got a huge belly and you're wearing a half shirt, male or female, mm-hmm. if you're comfortable and you like it, screw how it looks to everybody else. That's and what funny. They think. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's your thing. I might go, ooh, that's not my choice. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's exactly the point. It's not your choice. That short short skirt care about on a 70, 75-year-old woman? Okay, Why? with you. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not you. Rocket. Rocket. Okay. All right. Let's see what uh, the Kevin and Bean listeners think, shall we? 1-800-520-1067. What's the question? How are we posing this? Is Are there are there things that you wear that you have questions about or things that you've been told are inappropriate just, for your age? Yeah, you've been told that or you feel like it, you're too old for that. I mean, we've mm-hmm. already gotten a text that explains it perfectly. It's okay. Edwin from 562. And he said, my sister-in-law is 60 years old and wears juicy sweats. Denied. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, Allie would say go for it, sister-in-law, right? Why not? Why not? not everybody agrees. 1-800-520-1067 is the phone number if you'd like to call on this topic. And we'll take calls next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> Talking about my uh, little peep t-shirt and uh, Jensen's Supreme hat. The question is, are you ever too old to wear certain things? Or do you follow Allie's advice and just wear what you feel? You do you. A uh, nerdy guy writes in on the Kevin Bean Twitter account, your old ass needs to start wearing some grown man clothes. Uh, John says, not if you're trolling for kids. At your age, maybe go for priest or ice cream truck driver. I oh, think that's hurtful. Wow. And uh, this one uh, from Pat, if kids make fun of you, remember they're the ones who ate Tide Pods. So I think there's a lot of opinions going around on this topic. Let's get back to your calls at 1-800-520-1067. Why don't we start with, uh, let's start with Michelle, please, line one. Hey, Michelle. Hi. Hey, Michelle. Welcome from Riverside. What's going on? Um, okay, so I had this teacher in high school. Uh, she was my algebra teacher. Um, I think she was about 50, maybe 55, mm-hmm. and she would wear these, like, really tight shirts and low-cut shirts, and it, was, it wasn't it was cute. Um, you know, she's 50, 55, things were obviously wrinkled, and... <laughs> So Michelle, it, she didn't look good. She was not hot for teaching. <laughs> she wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't able to pull it off. No, 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 no. Um, I had this. Uh, my anatomy teacher actually at one point very discreetly said it. Um, you know, we have some teachers here that should be shopping at Old Navy who are still shopping at Pervert Twenty One. <laughs> oh wow! I love that it was the anatomy teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what about what makes her happy? What makes her feel good? Is there anything to that? Um, I mean, I think she she should know, like, she's older. Maybe she shouldn't be wearing something at a high school that's that okay. I'm just I'm just reminding you Halle Berry is in her 50s, but, I mean, I guess not everybody is Halle Berry. Right. That's the exception. I appreciate the, appreciate the call, though, Michelle. Thank you so much. Let's go to, uh, let me see. Let's go to Isabel um, Menifee. Line four, please, up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Uh, four. Yeah. Uh, Isabel, hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. What do you have? Okay, so I need you guys to help me settle something. Oh, no. Uh, that has been going on 
for the past good three to five years. My husband will be 35 in a couple months, and he still has that teenager look with the snapback fitted hat. Uh, Jensen, you're our hat guy on the show. Snapback fitted hats at 35. Well, I don't wear fitted hats. I do wear snapback hats, and I recently have been trying to transition away from them because I do feel like I'm trying to be like uh, Jada Kiss or something at 40 <laughs> years old. I look Good terrible. Reference. So I understand that I could look awful. Isabel, is what you're saying is that your, your husband looks like he's trying to be a, an extra in a rap video. Yeah, he looks like he could go up to like these cool teenagers and ask them if they want to smoke some drugs. Yeah. <laughs> She's right. And I get that. Snapbacks, snapbacks give that feeling off. She's right. Um, give your husband uh, Jensen's uh, number or email address and he'll be uh, he'll be happy to help talk him down, okay? <laughs> yeah. He reminds, he reminds me of uh, the whole look with the upside-down visor to the side. Uh, oh, oh, sure. Dear. Sure. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Good luck with him. Let's go to Long Beach Line 5. This is going to be Josh. He's got a very sweeping generalization. Let's see if it holds. Hey, Josh. So, hey. Good morning, party people. Morning. Um, morning. When I, I'm 34 now. When I was in my early to mid-20s, I went through that whole emo phase using a hair straightener on your long hair to right. get that kind of angsty look. Right. And I think if you're over 30, that look is just, just can't pass with the tight pants and the, the belt with the, I don't know, the studs on it and stuff. <laughs> if you're over 30, it just doesn't hold up. Now, I do think there's a caveat, though. I think if you're past 60, you can pull off any look you want to because it's just, because then it's Great funny. No, if you're a crazy yeah. old person, you yeah. can get away with it. Yeah, people think your brain has stopped working. <laughs> yeah. But I think if you're between 30 and 60, uh, I think that's the point at which you need to be an adult. But past 60 is fair game. Okay. I actually agree. I'm with Josh. I think that emo has a real Peter Pan syndrome to it, and people don't grow up. You can still like the music and not dress like your Pete Wentz in 2003. You know? <laughs> I'm just going to say, exactly. you're, you're going to see some looks at the forum this weekend I'm for down. AFI. I'm down, guys. You know what's interesting, though? Thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it. What's interesting, though, is when you're 15 and you're making fun of guys who are 30 or 35 or something like that, you think they're really old. When you get to be that guy who's 35, you don't feel like an old person. You yeah. still feel like you're you're vi- you know vital and young and can pull it off. Yeah, I, I say like if I saw a 40 year old wearing a Cypress Soul shirt, I'd be like, look at that idiot. And now <laughs> and now when I wear my Cypress Soul shirt, I'm like, I'm only 40. <laughs> I'm not even that old yet. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, Ali's here with our final look at what's happening here on a Tuesday morning. Well, what's happening is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's in theaters on December 14th, but boy, do I have something for you right now. I'm going to give callers 10 through 14 a pair of passes to the K-Rock advanced screening of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse at Pacific's The Grove on December 11th. You're going to see it a full three days earlier than those losers that have to wait until it's out. So give us a call right now, 1-800-520-1067, and we'll take callers 10 through 14. And you're going to head to that K-Rock Advanced screening at Pacific's The Grove on December 11th of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Hey, uh, Tom, what's it like being the amazing Spider-Man? It's really cool. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, quite the exclusive right? we got right mm-hmm. then. Amazing stuff. <laughs> So we were talking earlier about, um, you know, places that you just, you have, you refrain from using your phone. And one of those places is at a Broadway show. 
you just put your phone away. If you need to look at it, there's an intermission. You'll be fine. Nobody needs you that much. Nobody does. And if they do, don't go to a play. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a show called The Share Show, and it tells the story of the early life and career of Share. And the young man that is playing Sonny Bono, his name is Jared Spector, he tweeted this last night. Hey, Kanye West. So cool that you're here at The Share Show. If you look up from your cell phone, you'll see we're doing a show up here. It's opening night. Kind of a big deal for us. Thanks so much. I'm sorry for the realness. So somebody that had Kanye's phone and his Twitter login wrote this back. The dynamics of Cher and Sonny's relationship made Kim and I grab each other's hand and sing, I got you, babe. Please pardon my lack of etiquette. You have so much appreciation. We have so much appreciation for the energy you guys put into making this masterpiece. Kanye didn't write that. That's so stupid. Come on. And why would anybody that's writing it for him think that we would all buy that? anyone would believe that. Right, it's absurd. Um, so the New York Times reached out to his representatives and it says, Mr. West's representative acknowledged the phone use saying, quote, Kanye was on his phone taking notes. He loved the show and was incredibly impressed by the production. So now you're taking notes during a Broadway show? Come on. This would only be Social funny. media told you that people didn't like me, but everybody loves me. I don't think so. Everybody loves Jay. It would be funny, though, the next Social media is the longest clip. It makes you think something different. <laughs> he yeah. never stops talking. <laughs> uh, it would be funny if his next album is completely, like, all sunny and share. Just stolen. Just to show you. Yeah. yeah. And all the production is totally from the yeah. show. So I got you, babe, over and over. <laughs> oh, I mean, come on. Yeah, that's dumb. Put your phone away. Stop using your phone during Broadway shows. And congratulations to Eddie Murphy. He and his fiance Paige Butcher have welcomed their second child together, and that makes the grand total of Eddie Murphy's children an even number 10. Hmm. 10 kids. 10 kids. He's the father of 10 children. You think he could name them all? Uh, I bet he could. Yeah, they range in age from uh, a week old to 29. So he's been busy for three decades. That's amazing. What does he do really? Nothing? Well, now? Yeah. He has so many things in development that never happened. Oh, really? They were talking about bringing back Beverly Hills Cop on TV in a movie, and then that never happened. It did but happen, but then get, not without him. Where does he get money from? Just think, residuals from his movies? Oh, yeah. And he used mm-hmm. to get paid crazy numbers. And I don't think he lives like a Michael Jackson lifestyle. I think he still is able to, he like, supposedly doesn't leave his house much, so I don't think he's spending a ton. Yeah. Favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Raw. Okay, concert, yeah. concert film. Considered yeah. a movie? Concert yeah. film, that'll work. Yeah. Um, look, the classics, obviously, are the Beverly Hills Cop and 48 Hours, but I Meet watch Bowfinger every time it's on. Bowfinger's my favorite, I Bowfinger, I like that. Bowfinger's amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Coming to America is amazing. Yeah, those yeah. are my yeah, that's two. good, too. Those are my two. Did he do Meet the Clumps? Was that even him? Well, I mean, he is in the clumps. What do you think? Yeah. Someone else stepped I think in? So. Yeah, someone was like, like Jay hey, Farrow it's was me. like, oh, I'm a clump too. <laughs> I'm me. I'm not no, wanting to meet the, the rest of the clumps. I think that was the one where he played everybody. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't need Dr. Doolittle. No, I don't need mm. the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Agreed, there's agreed. a few we could pass on. Yeah. but uh, Nutty Professor? Super talented kid. That's for sure he was. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was a weird sentence structure, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. <laughs> what are you, Yoda? It's a little bit odd. Uh, so are Madonna uh, and Lady Gaga, are they feuding? Do we know Hopefully. what is happening here? So the latest dig went down after a video compilation circulated of Gaga saying, there can be 100 people in a room and 99 of them don't believe in you, but all it takes is one and it changes your whole life. And people on Team Madonna say it sounds just like Madonna, what she said in the 1980s. If there are 100 people in a room and 99 say they liked it, I only remember the one who didn't. So really, it's the opposite. That's the opposite of the what she said. The exact opposite of what she said. So then Madonna posted an image of herself that fans read as a direct dig at Gaga. It was captioned, don't F with me Monday. Or maybe she just woke up and was having a crap Monday. But everyone's like, nope, total dig it at Gaga right mm. there. Because Gaga loves Mondays. <laughs> it's just, it's Garfield? the weirdest. Weird. It's the weirdest. It's not a great beef. Beef ever, no. like stop projecting. Also, it's that stupid two women can't be famous Absolutely. thing that we're also doing to Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and seem to be successful at now. It's just stupid. We don't have to pin people against each other. But Team Nicki, right? Oh, yeah, all the way. Okay. <laughs> what happened sure. to Madonna's face? <laughs> Plus, there's that. There's that as well. <laughs> you guys, I saw this article and I thought, oh, I hate this Harvard professor. How do we get him to stop doing these things? This is a man named Eric Rim. He works at Harvard's nutrition department and he wrote an article for the New York Times where he says you should only eat six fries <laughs> as a proper portion. Oh. F you, Eric Rim. He did this whole thing about fries being starch bombs and people who eat fries two or three times a week had higher risk of diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. You go to hell, you son of a bitch! Well, sure, if you're eating, like, a ton of fries a week, but to limit them to six, six is a portion. <gasps> How dare you, sir? Come on! Oh! Oh! You six fries to avoid going going over the six fry limit. It's not possible. Doctors recommend that you share a plate with friends alongside healthier food. Come on, Does, is he missing the point of French fries? I think so. I believe so. Yeah. How are you, a Harvard professor? So. Dumb. Look, you take into account before you go to a fast food restaurant that mm -hmm. is not good for you, and right. then you enjoy it. Right. It's all part of the deal. There are places that have bottomless fries. And oh. those places are churches to me. That's heaven, absolutely. I can't even imagine someone saying, six, please. And when I initially read that, I was like, oh, six fries at a time. Okay, that makes sense, because you're just putting Scarfing six them. fries yeah. into your mouth. Sure. That's fine. That's normal. Oh, no, that's a portion. That's, that's the just, whole thing. That's it for you. This Harvard professor oh. needs to start uh, using less air. That's what I say. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather die. I want him in the ground. Yeah. Buried with 150 fries. Yes. It's just, it's all silly. It's all silly. Let's talk about some birthdays. Something about, you know, being reborn. Marissa yes. Tomei. <laughs> we thought you were going to go on Not after that. Fred Armisen, Jeff Bridges, Jay-Z, and Tyra Banks. Wasn't that insane? Was that not crazy? It was, and that's what's happening. <laughs> Thanks, Allie. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 on K-Rock. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Bean makes us guess the best, maybe worst, wedding photographer ever. 
I would hire her. Um, Matt Bellany from The Hollywood Reporter talking about nobody wanting to host the Oscars. Isn't that interesting? Huh. You would think everybody would want that. No one does. I guess the people that are famous and desirable enough for us to want to do the job don't need it. Yeah, probably. Uh, Christmas party disasters. We'll uh, take your calls on. And uh, we've got tickets in the pit for both nights of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas tomorrow morning. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Oh, damn. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.